Lauren Gold, Los Angeles-based keyboard player who tours with Roger Daltrey, The Who. He's all over the world and he's here in our studio today. Okay, Lauren, thank you so much for coming. Incredible to hang out. Great to be here. Um, But I wondered first, what is your best jam you've ever had? Like just sort of rifting, not maybe a song, but like, can you remember like the best just jam? Best jam, just like with other, like within a group with other. Musicians, couple, 10. You know, can you remember a point where we were just in? uh, Just in the moment? Yeah. Um, gosh, I've done, I've had some really fun moments. I was touring with this guy from American Idol once and he would always uh-huh. break into these long extended jams. During the show? During the show. Uh-huh. And you never knew what was going to happen. Or when it was going to happen? Yeah. You never yeah. knew where, when, what we were going to do. And yeah. so, and there was, sometimes we would just start playing off of each other Yeah. and it would just go on and, and he picked some great songs. Yeah. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and so what about the more structured part? Like, what about the you know, the best song? Like, something you perform a lot, but, like, do you remember, uh, like, that one? We, like, really nailed it. The crowd was into it. You know, can you remember some of those times? Like, or, specific uh, songs, yeah, specific. actual? Yeah. Um, so there was a Van Morrison song we would do. Oh, gosh, what was the name of it? Um I can't remember the name of the song, but there was... Is that with The Who? Or is this that is with, with Taylor Hicks, okay. American Idol. Okay, Taylor, this, okay. I'm in that jam mode you're, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you brought out. Um, I didn't know if they were doing covers. Like, what the hell we, doing it would typically covers? be covers. Yeah, yeah he would yeah. do... He would. We both loved like these great songs from the 60s and 70s. Mm. And between shows, we'd be on the bus and be like, what other songs can we come up with and uh-huh. what can we jam on? And just songs we grew up, you know, Super Tramp and, uh-huh. you know, Van Morrison and whatever so is it typical of like you and taylor and all the other bandmates that you're with to like kind of with little effort think of a song or know a song and just kind of play a little bit and okay got it yeah there's a little bit of that there's there's a bunch of stock songs that everybody knows of course and Uh some that are a little more you know you got to get a little more deeper and yeah you have to spend some time learning them and taylor has had a pretty big catalog that way and be like Uh what song is that uh-huh. I thought I knew everything. Uh-huh. So. But, but is it hard to kind of go ahead and pick up a new song if you are just so musical? Um, it, I guess it comes easier than, you know, for us than, yeah. than most. I'm, I guess you say cause this is all we do. Yeah. So we, we typically know song structures and the chords and you got to start by finding the key and then you kind of know where someone's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, if we get into some heavy jazz and it's a whole nother world, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in school, I had this advertising class, marketing class, okay. and the teacher said, you know, the most creative people, I guess, in the world, she said, were the Beatles, because they could take, you know, five songs and make it into 12 albums or something. Yeah. <laughs> I recently picked up a, some tablature to try to play a Beatles song. They don't have five chords. No, they don't. <laughs> she lied, Lauren. Big time. She did, yeah. right? It's a super... Uh, what do you think? Do you play much Beatles? They're my favorite. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> she knows. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, they were the ones that really got me going. Really? So as a kid, they were, I was captivated right away. Rubber Soul. I was like, oh my God. I'd listen to Rubber Soul and I was like, 
that's what I have to do. That's uh-huh. all I wanted to do. I was obsessed. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the Beatles cover it all. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Is that the White Album has, oh, has yeah. everything. Is that the Rocky Raccoon? That's right. Yeah. That, that, that has every style of music. It, there's something on there for everyone. So yeah. And there's plenty of chords. <laughs> that's right. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And quick changes. And yeah. at least the guitars were. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's all the same, right? Excuse me? I mean, at least the guitar chords were very intricate, you know, different fingering than I would ever see before. Absolutely. And, and that's kind Using of... Using capos, changing you know, different keys, you know, it's just, it was a magical period. Mm-hmm. It's all there, you know, this, the Beatles were definitely one. They're, the, they're a great band. You can pick up one of those books mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, look at the chords and play along and uh-huh. make your own accompaniment. Maybe you can. Well... Or, uh, I, I had to, I was like... I went through it, looked for a few. I could maybe recognize the songs. Yeah. And just put it down because it's too hard. <laughs> too, <laughs> too much. Yeah. There are six chords here. I can't use Yeah, this. I can't do that. Um, do you play any other instruments besides the keyboard? Not well. Really? Uh, a little bit of guitar and a little bit of drums. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do much with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> or I haven't yet. Uh-huh. Maybe someday. Um, let's see the, the different albums. Oh, I know what I was thinking. So I had a car ride. I was dropping somebody off. It's like our friend's daughter who's 21 and in college. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what, what music do you guys do on the campus and in dorms? And, and she ripped, riffed off a few. And of course I don't know them and they're all today. Right. Um, that's not my, really my expertise and they're very pop chart. Me neither. Yeah. And I, I thought, well, do you guys ever kind of go back in the catalog and start getting to know other artists? And she's like, no, we don't. But do you see any youth, like you're around, where they do go listen to the Beatles? Or they go back to an era and try to learn that, um, that music? I, I think young kids, some, some kids that I've come across, they do appreciate those bands. They don't uh. know the catalog well, but if you mention... The Beatles, The Who, The Stones are like, oh yeah, I like those bands. But uh-huh. I don't know how deep they they go back and really take you know take it all in. Mm-hmm. I think that only happens once somebody really gets into music and they want to learn where it all came from. Not just the casual appreciator. Yeah, I don't think they. I find they don't know too much. I I think I've come to that conclusion too. I was um, having a podcast with somebody else and I asked that, yeah. and you know, it just goes back kind of too far. Like they may, yeah, we, that was already 20, 30 years yeah. kind of before I was right. in college and now it would be 40 or 50 years right. for them right. in terms of musicality. So maybe it's just too far. I mean, I didn't go back too far either when I was listening to the radio as a kid. I just kind of was listening to the moment. Uh huh. Um, I didn't go back. I don't want to give away my age. I didn't go back to the eighties or the nineties. Right. Never would. What is that? What do you mean? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I would never. That didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was reading through, you played with Chicago? I was on or the on bill a... with them. I actually did not play with Chicago. Uh, My good friend uh, plays with them. But we were on a tour with Chicago once. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, and uh, I, love the, I love those guys, too. I know. They're very, what? Are they in the 70s, early 80s? Yeah, de- big, definitely 70s. Uh-huh. And they had a lot of success in the 80s as well with Chicago 14. 14, uh-huh. 17. Uh-huh. I think it was 17, the David Foster record. Uh-huh. What do you Little think? Chicago trivia there. Yeah, Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. 
Um, <laughs> do you, uh, what are some of your favorite artists? What do you think? You mentioned Beatles. I mentioned the Beatles, yeah. Well, nothing surprising. I mean, Billy Joel is a big one for me. So cool. Yeah. And uh, Elton John. Favorite song is it's Billy Joel? It's so hard. You know, his his ballads are, are <sighs> magical. You know, I, I hear like Honesty or She's Always a Woman. I'm just like... Uh-huh tearing up in the corner to this day you know? yeah <laughs> i'm so pathetic i was uh like this must have been two or three years ago i was just onto piano man sure and i just kind it, of, I came about again so uh-huh. i was like listening to it intensely and i was youtubing every you know every version i could find right any artist playing piano man kind of laying in bed at night my wife is like this is three nights straight of like 15 versions of piano i'm man. calling like, the police <laughs> But do you ever play any? I love like, Piano Man. Oh, that's yeah. great. My son's really into it right now. Does he play he yeah, music he's too? He's really good. Classical. Uh, piano. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you a good teacher? Are you teaching? I don't him? teach him. No. I wondered about. He doesn't that. want me to teach him. Huh. He never did. I, you know, I started him when he was really young, and which is fine. Yeah. You've also directed. Uh, have you done some direction with other I students? I have. Well, in terms of lessons, I, I mean, I used to teach mm-hmm. many years ago. I would I would give lessons mm-hmm. to, <laughs> to uh, Lisa. We, we have someone doing jumping Lisa's jacks in the, in the corner. I'm not sure what that means. Well, you still do teach I still do teach lessons. Yay! I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm caught up in this podcast. But yeah, but you have um, <laughs> what this? I, I, is that the Selena Gomez? Was it the... so that was um, as a music director? I did a lot of building and collaborating with the artists, putting bands together, basically. Yeah. So Selena was one, Demi Lovato, <laughs> Taylor Hicks was another one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, they would need a band. They were going to about to go out on the road and go out on tour. Uh-huh. So I would do auditions and put a band together and rehearse yeah. the band with the artist and then send them off on their tour. Mm-hmm. And those were, those were two big projects, and that was great. That's quite a skill. amazing to see them of... just blow up. Yeah, but yeah. to pull all those yeah. pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah, it's a lot of work, and you know, I like working with with people and finding the right person for the right job. Um, and did you play in the band too, or kind of set them up and let them go? Not with uh, Selena or Demi or Hillary Duff. I didn't do that. Was just kind of uh-huh. piecing it all together. But with, with Taylor. Taylor Hicks, actually, I played. I actually, wrote a song for him. Right on. Yeah. What song? It's called The Runaround. It was the first song on his album. Sweet. On his uh, self-titled album. And that was a, that was a great experience. Because then we went in support of his record, uh-huh. playing The Tonight Show and you know, Good Morning America, and we were playing my song. That's rad. Which I wrote with an extremely talented partner of mine, uh, James Ronald. Mm-hmm. We wrote a bunch of songs. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So when uh, you kind of set up the band, in this case, with Taylor Hicks, mm. maybe it was... Um, Same me, thing, actually. Me, I, I so I, I I put a band together for Taylor. Yeah, but he wanted me to be in his band as well. Mm-hmm. So who's the, gone on so well? Who's kind of the captain of the ship in a band? I'm, I'm sure it goes around from position to position. Yeah, perhaps sometimes it's the lead singer. I mean, who's really the captain? It seems like you might be in a good position. in that in those situations. Uh-huh. In in those situations, it, it's me, especially me when I'm there playing with mm-hmm. the artist in the band, mm-hmm. you know, in that role, I'm the music director. Mm-hmm. Um, 
same thing with some of the pop artists, but then I have to kind of hand the baton to, all right, someone's got to step up and lead because I can't be with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You've got, what about with The Who when you play with them? The Who, I'm not the music director. Who, I'm the keyboard player. Yeah. And same thing with Roger. So, I do Roger solo shows. So the kind of structure is there's the band members and then there's a musical director, but is there not kind of like a play, you know, when a, a coach is also one of the players? You in know, the who? Well, with any, well, that was kind of a, I guess, a reference to sport, but with every maybe a band, sometimes you might have a playing. Typically, a, yeah. A leading musician who leads the band, too. Yeah. Is I that, mean, by default, I guess when you have a band, it's like an original band, a lot of times the lead singer, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, will kind of, kind of defaults to him. Uh-huh. And then sometimes you'll have the butting heads with the guitar player and, and you know, typical, typical band and, you know, stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just normal. Right. That's normal stuff. And um, I, the reason I asked, I yeah. saw somebody practicing. They were kind of a um, hobby band, but they were all really talented. Yep. At the Bohemian Club a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Here, and I saw this. this uh, my friend said, see that keyboard player? Yeah. He's, inc- he's an accountant by day. I mean, he would be a professional musician if he had a better... Right. Um, uh, personable skill set, but he and I could see him kind of DJing the whole sure. band. Yeah, do you think keyboard kind of is a position that lends it to sort I think so. to do that because it's a really good ear? It kind of does, yeah. You know, I've never really thought about why, but typically. you play both, you know, treble and bass clef, so you yeah. kind of have a real command of everyone's very bass smart. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I like. I know. <laughs> he can. Read, he can read both clefs. <laughs> Hire him. Yeah, he'll do. <laughs> so you just have to slap me now and then. I get it very sarcastic. <laughs> like you know, you're just calling me out for being like, oh, he did some research on like, oh, he understands. This guy's into clefs. Yeah. <laughs> Huge into clefs. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so but I don't know, no, just like watching that guy and, and then kind of thinking about the episode. So, um, do you ever play the Billy Joel, like huge pianos? The, oh, like a big grand piano? But not a grand, it's like a grand grand. A grand grand? I don't know. Squared grand? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, like, because I watched well, lots con- of videos con- I might have mentioned. Con- concert grand? <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> The Dude. nine foot concert grant. Um, every now and then, that's a real treat. I've actually, I mean, live, mm, only a handful of times. That's, uh-huh. that's not very, very regularly, regular thing I do. Uh-huh. Um, my son plays it all the time at his school. He plays a Steinway nine foot concert grant. That's cool. Another boring day at the office. Is it um, like when you play on an instrument like that, everything sounds like. 30% better. It so, so does. And I can play for hours. I'll sit down at one of those pianos. I was in Seattle once on tour and I just was killing some time. Walked into a piano store, Steinway, nine foot, Model D, Concert Grand. Uh-huh. And I was, I couldn't stop playing. And I was playing better than I normally play. It uh-huh. just, it all just, just You're exploded. In it. Yeah. And the guy just let me play, play, and there's no one else in the store. I was there for like two hours. Are, are you, you gonna buy this or yeah, not? I was thinking, like the guy's like, nope. And, uh, sir, do you have any questions about the piano? Actually, you're actually yeah. messing up my groove. I see, you don't mind I, talking. I see the price. I'm not buying this. Yeah. 
<laughs> I have nowhere to put this anyways. <laughs> so what's your, um, what's your setup? I mean, I saw a few, mm. in a few videos of you on tour. Yeah. Um, do you like 18 different ones or like three or what's the real setup? I have four key keyboards. Key keyboards? Yeah, key keyboards. <laughs> key keyboards. Uh, um, there's synthesizers. Yeah. I don't take a grand with me. That would be nice. No. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, if it was if it was a featured instrument, you know, if it was solo piano night or something, yeah, you know, then we would do that. You could pull out the diva in yourself and say, "I must have one." Pull out! It's here, <laughs> right here. Uh, I, yeah, I would yeah. demand that. Every I once demand a, while. a Steinway. Yeah. Nine foot. I, Call me when I don't you're want ready. to see the end of it. Yeah. I want it to be right. so big. That's right. <sighs> <laughs> I want to eat my sushi inside this nine foot piano. Hmm. So here's a question, um, like to finish this sentence, okay? Okay. What is Uh-oh. it about music that... Makes me hungry for sushi? Yes. Yes, that's where you're going. Yeah. Um, or, 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 see, I wrote as a possible fill-up, or as a possible filler to that. I'm losing fills my co-star pe- here. Fills people up. What is it about... <laughs> so, like, you actually answered it. I did. Yeah. What is it about music that... When they eat sushi, fills people up. <laughs> you know, you, you didn't even know. You've it, but, answered like, your own question. <laughs> We're so connected. Mm. Um, <laughs> but the like, I like. I think it has a special spot, and you know, I know we just talked before we started taping that about just kind of a creative soul, and you sort of just have that, and and people that are creative have that. Yeah. Um, and so. It, you know, as delivering your art is, you know, doing something to people. I mean, you watch, you watch people every night in the crowd. Yeah, Kind of like absolutely. react to it. Well, I, get, and, I react as a fan when I go to concerts. Yeah. You know, I'll go, I'll see someone iconic and I'll get teary-eyed and it, it moves you. It takes you back to your childhood. And, you yeah. know, and I, you can see people in the, right. at our show feeling the same way. So I get it. Uh-huh. And there's nothing more powerful uh-huh. that, I've, that I've found. A and song it, just triggers, at least for me, triggers something and some memories. It's I'm, I get chills to this day. Certain songs, uh-huh. you know, yeah. Uh, any particular songs that, that oh, do it my, for you? Everything. I mean, I'll listen. I mean, of course, a Beatles song. Yeah. But I'll listen to a, you know, Carpenter song, and just like, uh-huh. oh my god, that voice! It just like destroys me. Yeah. A song. It it could be anything. Yeah. You know, it could be something heavy. It could be a song by The Who or The Stones. I mean, it's just... I know. There's some Stones I love it songs. all. Uh, Beggar's Banquet. Sure. I could just put that on. You know, that and put the White Album. And yeah. then... Billy Joel's a big one for me in terms uh, of emotion. That mm-hmm. one, really... He really does it for me. Is that the one that goes, Billy Jean? Not the, oh, that's, that's it. different. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying Billy Joel, not Billy Jean. <laughs> Billy Joel... I'm the love. That's right. Yeah. You got it. See, you have feel. Oh, man. Have you ever thought, you watch, well, do you watch much baseball? Do you? I'm a huge baseball fan. Are you? Yeah. Maybe we talked about that on the... I don't know if we did. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite sport. Yeah. It's pretty chill. What is this? Why do you like it? What is this? People going to be listening to this in LA or in Northern California? Everywhere. Oh, good. I love the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you choose? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm born and raised up here in the Bay Area, so 
diehard, lifelong Giants fan. Are you? Yeah. So little, you little scary. I, I'm obsessed. And after the game, I listened to the post game rap. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I'm a, a literally, it's like so do, the game doesn't end at 10 o'clock. You know, I'm up till midnight mm-hmm. listening to callers and taking it all in. So I know I'm pathetic. I know. But it's a chill thing. Like, it's a five hour event every day, uh, six days a week. Do you record them and never watch them because you're, you're busy? Do you, do you like obsess that way or just watch live? I, I try to watch live. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, I mean, there are a lot of games. So if I don't, catch it live i'm not going to sit down and watch all three hours mm-hmm. typically because like i have to check the score mm-hmm. Tip- like fast forward through it or yeah i mean it. i just you know you don't get taken by yes you old puig what well, puig is puig? one of the do- dodgers yeah get, well the, i've or, or, or atley you know, chase atley like, yeah yeah i mean the atley slide dodger get, blue you know you know how i feel yeah so, <laughs> so you like the jumps what okay so what would you pick if you could like a, a walk-up song you know like when they come yeah. up to bat like you've got or even when uh what's the pitcher the lefty Bumgarner oh, sure. comes out and he's like playing some what is he playing country song right but is it garth or is it i don't um, think it's garth i can't remember I always I always listen to who you know what they pick. I love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Probably like Helter Skelter. <laughs> yeah, Helter Skelter. That'd be just like right. No, 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 no. That'd be a great walk up. Would That'd be, be intimidating because it doesn't need much. It gets Helter Skelter out just there. Just the guitar bit. riff to yeah. start. I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be, that would get me pumped up. I know. I, I, you, would you feel cheated or a carpenter song yeah i mean rainy days keep and mondays you know keep, what, a little tear before you take the bat you know, get emotional keep it chill you know everyone just you know relax a little something for the I ladies lost, i lost my cousin on carpenters i can i can tell she doesn't like the she doesn't like the carpenter i don't know uh i, I bet i bet you'd feel kind of cheated if you were the the baseball player, and you know how sometimes it's just really short. Like it starts, and then they get up there, and it's like, why am I getting oh, the how much of my walk up song? I know. I mean, I, it's I was, too short. I really like sashay slowly. It's like I feel my whole like, yeah, I, song I know. coming it's out. It's really they don't they don't give you enough of it. Um, I'm with you there. You know how the what was it? So you two did this thing where they they played on top of a building in New York City. Did I think it was ago, in London? Didn't they do what London? the Beatles do? Yeah, they, they did at, what the Beatles did. At top of um, the old Apple Rec, not Apple Rec. Was it Apple Records? Some record I, in London. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember where it was, but they kind of yeah their offices. They did something that the Beatles did too. I That's right. That's what it was. But that was rad. I know. Isn't that so cool? It was amazing. Have you? I just saw that footage recently of the Beatles performance. Ah, uh-uh. what ever did they seen play? It? Mm. it was during the Let It Be. Periods mm-hmm. they're doing like you know, get back and mm-hmm. I think uh, two of us. Did the crowd just kind of wiggle into the? No, the, the crowd was down on the street. They already were. So they, they, it was unannounced. They just got up yeah. there on the rooftop and they started playing, and then people are you know it's during lunchtime. Everyone's looking around, going, "What is that sound?" Yeah, and it was the Beatles. And sure enough, the police were called and they they broke them up and <laughs> they they ended the concert. Yeah. These rock and roll kids, yeah. these kids. Turn that down. Yikes. That noise. I was thinking what uh, walk-up song I would use. It would be You Two, A Beautiful Day. Sure. Just, just that part went, and they it's really great kick in it. It's a good kick, yeah. Day. Hitting home runs. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny to do something really silly like that and do a really slow ballad that people are like, what is yeah. he doing? Yeah. 
someone with a good sense of humor. Right. You know, or it, it would be like a children's song. You know? <laughs> I know. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Barney. Yeah. Right. Bruce Bochy's like, shut up. <laughs> I, I can't put him up. <laughs> I just... He's a good hitter though, Bosh. No. I yeah, can't no. I can't listen to Barney. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So if you weren't... Well, actually, here's a better question. Um, <laughs> When was it like? I like the baseball question. Yeah, that's good. We can go back to it. Uh, talk about baseball. Uh, so <laughs> when you were playing, you were like, you know, everything started to click. When was it like? You know what? This is for real. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go on tour. This right. is gonna be. This is really happening. This is real now. It took a while actually. I knew uh, I always wanted to, and I wasn't gonna do anything else. But uh, it didn't. It took a long time because like, hey, I'm actually think I'm gonna be. I'm going to do this, uh-huh. um, you know, but then it's, it's a weird business because you always think, oh, that, that's, that was great and it won't be another one. That'll, right. that'll probably be it. Uh-huh. But like anything, if you do it well, hopefully there'll be another one. Well, I was talking about this with a friend that, you know, you can be really good and then it's not much more effort to be exceedingly excellent. Yeah. I mean, there's a kind of, it's of course harder, but if you push through that little point <laughs> to be excellent, that's right. Then the rewards are like, you know, a thousand times greater than being really good. Yeah. Or, or hundreds of times, you know? Absolutely. So how did you, you know, I think that's what so many people struggle with, like when it's tough, pressing through and still getting better. And yeah, I guess the, I think know, I just, Overprepared. I just, mm. I didn't, any opportunity, I just did everything I can, everything, you know, just, just to be ready to go, whatever you need. Uh-huh. Like if I had, to, if I had to learn all these songs, prepare for a tour or an audition, especially an audition, mm. I would know those songs. I mean, would how long would it take you to prepare? Well, I would overprepare, you know, I mean, if, if I had to learn like four or five songs for an audition, um, if it was a big gig, you know, I would, I would spend as much time as I possibly could. Like a a week or a sure. month? Yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah. A couple of weeks of like the point where like oh, I'm so bored with this. I know every possible way to play this. I don't, you know, you think about it when you go to bed. You know, it's like it's just like nine hours a day kind yeah. of thing. Well, not quite, yeah. but pretty much. That's a long time. Probably. Yeah, but. I wouldn't do anything else for, for a solid week. I would be, mm-hmm. you know, a full day in the studio, busting my butt on those songs. Mm-hmm. That way when you get in and you just hang out with the artist, you're like, hey, how are you? I don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And you're not sweating. And then it's like, uh, because there's a little bit of tension, then that makes that boring kind of song maybe fun again. Because mm-hmm. you're, oh, yeah, you're when still you, a little rich. It's amazing though, once you actually play that song, when the artist's there, it's like, Oh crap! Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. like, all right. Oh yeah, I know this. Yeah, but if you're, you know, so that that's why it really it really helps to go in. Kicks in uh, and be ready. Yeah, that's know? awesome. But I, I think that's a, I've, having lots of these podcasts or not tons, but yeah. you know, it's fun to to uh, get to sit down with people who are just they've got some sort of drive underneath. Like they've got some it, grit. I think that's what it is. Yeah. There's, so there's great players out there. You mm-hmm. know, amazing players, but it just. It is that drive and that passion, you know. I think it comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, when I meet these artists and play with them, it's like I really want to be there, you know. Mm-hmm. Usually, so, yeah. And so, what is it about you that you like? Where'd the I guess grit come from for you? 
from those early those Beatle albums. You know? Really? I mean that that it's in my blood. You know, I just I still think of those moments. You know, I still those get those chills and why I'm doing this. It's mm-hmm. still fun. Mm-hmm. You know, keeps me young. Yeah. You know. Younger than your cousin, or no? No. no. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's fact. It's just know? fact, yeah. You know? Everyone's older than me. It's yeah. just a fact. <laughs> um, if you, I, I have another uh, creative choreographer in here, Alonzo King. Okay. And we're, I asked him if he was not doing choreography, or it wasn't in dance, and with that company, what other kind of creative line might he be on or what else would he be doing right and I think he was like was clearly going to be creative and it might be sure come out of him with like painting or something else like he said right what about you if you weren't doing this what do you think what would it come out as well I always wanted to be a baseball player yeah <laughs> you certainly got the yeah, kind of like for I don't it. know about that <laughs> I think that's where I, I slipped yeah as as I got older, people got really strong and uh, <laughs> quick, and I said, oh, I can't do this anymore. Really? I'm getting scared ball. of the ball. I have to stop. Yeah, they're throwing that thing fast. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I was way into baseball, yeah. Uh-huh. I wasn't that good, though. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, it was really, you know... Was I, this for baseball? It was re- yeah, sad. <laughs> so basically, it was this, or nothing. <laughs> or nothing. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a, a drive to do do anything else. Mm-hmm. You it's know, really cool. It's you know, really I guess you cool. could say it would be something in the arts, but my God, it was always piano and performing and writing, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, I have a two girls, eight and five. Yeah, they're playing piano. Started to right, but it's hard to keep them engaged. Absolutely. Any tips for moms on the line <laughs> yeah exactly that's a tough one it uh-huh. is a really a tough one um getting them to practice sometimes is impossible um there is no magic answer you know i i struggle with my son and eventually they're either gonna they're gonna get into it and they're gonna they're gonna have a desire to do it or they're gonna quit yeah. But I say engage them and keep them going as long as you can. It's good for them, you know? Sure. And even if they're not doing that half an hour a day like their teacher wants yeah. at the minimum, let them let, you know, hang in there and, as long as they can. Mm-hmm. Everyone I've met as adults regrets quitting piano. It's true. Everyone. So even if it's something, you know, but there's, there's moments where it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. But even through showing up at the lesson, you know, every week, I think it's okay to spend the bucks for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and it, well, like the teacher comes over and then she lays guilt on me. You know, yeah. I assume that guilt because they're not absolutely prepared. Yeah. Oh, Christina. Oh. <laughs> my, my son didn't. He's really good now. Now he's he's into it. But when did there he was start? a couple years. He started at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was two, three years where he didn't, he would never practice, didn't, you know, didn't want to do it. It's like, I want to quit. And it almost gave it up and he's so good now. And now he's mm-hmm. excelling and now he's, he loves it. Mm-hmm. 
So we just kind of tried to find that right balance. Like we didn't just force it. We didn't force force them to do it at all. Uh-huh. But we tried to say, you know, get them to play as much as you can. Yeah. Well, it's like even it's just playing, even if it's not working on his assignment, just to play. Yeah. I found that help actually. You know, just Ooh. let them let them just play whatever they want. Even if it wasn't a real song. Which That's is... right. That's right. <laughs> it could be a future song. That's right. It's not that As much as it hurts our ears. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic, honey. Wow. Can you play it again? <laughs> my co- my... I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> my nephew plays the bassoon. I love the bassoon. Yeah. And so he called and he plays on the iPad. Yeah. And like the FaceTime. You know, he, he played this long bassoon solo for practicing. And as soon as he finished, I'm like, let's hear it again. Right. He's like, really? Like, yes. And he's stoked. Right, it's great. Right back into the second, second round. That's great. What, bassoon. I don't know anyone that picks up the bassoon. You know what's very hard, Lauren? To play the bassoon? It's a double reed instrument. I didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't know it was a double hard. reed. That's something, you know. Not the clarinet. Yeah. Anyone reed. can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where do you think... Music is going. We kind of talk uh, mm. talk just briefly about like do you know players now look back and try to consume historic or you know classic rock. Let's just say absolutely. But then and then that's kind of undetermined or, or maybe they're just not. But where is it going from here? It's a good question. Well, actually, yeah. start with like, what do you think the who's the talent right now that you really love that's playing today? Yeah. And then where's it going? Twofold, right? Yeah. So it's a twofer. <laughs> Not really twofer. Might it's need a, a sushi break here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some more? No. <laughs> it's outside. It's what was the question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite giant? Um, was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's some great... Obviously, the first one that, for me that comes to mind is Adele. I think when I heard her voice, I was like, oh my God. I mean, just one of that a pure singer. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of vocalists, mm-hmm. um, you know, def- back to what you were saying before, I think everyone kind of gravitates to the old stuff. We just did this Desert Trip concert mm-hmm. where it was the Stones, The Who, um, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, McCartney. Wow. Like, and everyone's just taking it in as long as they can because I think everyone oh, knows yeah. there's, there's never been a period like that. Yeah. You What's know? the audience look like? Is it kind of the... The people reliving a little bit of yeah, absolutely. Know, but there are some kids there. Yeah, there are some kids there. That, you know that people bring bring their yeah their kids out there. But yeah, it was it was a little Woodstocky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then where do you think that you just said Adele, but I did, like Amy yeah. Winehouse? You oh, know, I loved those, her so much. She had that same kind of gravel soul. Yeah. She was in a whole league by her own. Mm-hmm. Did you notice Adele used to have the gravel, but she lost her voice, had to have the operation? She no, she's did. Not so gravelly. Not so gravelly. Did you notice that change? Compared to the first, like her first record? Yeah. I don't think so. I think that was like that. That okay. was stress on her yeah. vocal cords. It must have been. I, I deduced this because I'm. Yeah. You're smart. <laughs> yeah. I know things like clefts and all right. that kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you do vocals too, right? I do some vocals. What's your, uh, you know, is it tenor, bass, tenor, lead? Tenor, yeah. yeah. It's 
It's weird saying that because that sounds like, oh, he sings really high, but I do, it's but a, you know. It's a... On a good night, I'm a strong tenor. <laughs> right now, I'm a low You're bass. You're <laughs> My dad is in a barbershop quartet. Oh, was. I love barbershop quartet. For years, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, those are talented cats. Yeah. Um, they, were, they were good. They were, you know, part-timers, but right. they just did it in the community. But it was so that. fun to grow up They're around amazing. The, the The guys would come over and have popcorn for like three hours and practice their the songs. It's mostly gospel and oh, like best. a few love it. Alexander, Alexander's uh, ragtime band, you know, things like that. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, but that, that's been fun because I think I enjoy more the music that has the harmony, that has all of that. I was... I saw a quartet, barbershop quartet. I just stumbled across them, taking a walk in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. next oh. to the ballpark. Oh, really? Sat for a long walk. I always go by ballparks on my day off <laughs> when I can. And they're out there. They're practicing the national anthem because they were going to sing it, I guess, at the game. Or uh-huh. and they're just sitting there by the river, just uh, <laughs> exactly. It was amazing. I was like, I just want to sit there and you know watch him rehearse as long as i could yeah it's a great sound isn't it it is yeah i mean uh, <laughs> it is cool the uh, it seems like the baritone mm-hmm. it was kind of uh, a really hard yeah. part to sing because it's the one that has to fit in there yeah and they're usually not that prominent so they right sing quite softly too they're interesting parts yeah right don't you think the movement on those some of those lower parts yeah i, I, th- I think they are it's yeah. hard for me to always pick them out actually right because i just hear the lead you just hear, hear the tenor yeah hear the bass sometimes it's hard to hear the lead i mean it's just it depends on the arrangement but yeah i love it me too it's so talented should we have one right now yeah. <laughs> are they here could you put together a group are, are they here you're surprising me <laughs> warren we got a Dad, surprise for you come on in <laughs> Make me read now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, who would you pick out? Do you think if you you're, you're a pro at putting bands together, well, you know how to do this? Done it. If you have you have some people in mind, you'd pick for those positions. Oh, for the for the for uh, your bar- new live barbershop quartet. Barbershop. That would take some thought. Because uh-huh. you're talking about some incredible singers. Uh huh. So, um, and the be be a great challenge. I'd love to do that. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Do you ever go to any Fish concerts or listen to any of them? I love Fish. I have not seen him live. You know, the, one of the guys on our crew um, invited me to come come see Fish. Uh-huh. I, are they out right now? They, were, I think, within the last four months, they were Bill Graham here. They already played. They, I think, they're coming through like twice a year right now. They're back okay. there touring. Anyways, he's like. He invited me out, and I'm going to take him up on it because. Yeah, where are they going to? Do you know when or where? I don't. I need to find out. It's pretty cool. But they had, They're great live. Right? Oh, God. Sorry. Right. I've only seen clips on TV. They have a lot of positive energy. Right. Uh, like, they're kind of like... Uh, they, when I used to go see them when I was 20, it was super positive. <laughs> Slash. <laughs> it's not as positive anymore. No, no, I don't know. But they... You know, they, they've gotten back together. Okay. But I think they, they kind of have a smile about them as they're performing. Yeah. They're just... I don't know if you ever spend time doing this energy, but just like giving out love. I try. Yeah, when you're, <laughs> I don't know if you know, uh, but I just feel like that's what they're doing. They're also like, as they're singing, they're just giving happy, trying to yeah. transfer happiness. Sure. They're, it's kind they're of out there. That, that en- they're putting out that positive energy. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
That's, um, a, that's a great but, thing. But they do a barbershop, a couple of barbershop arrangements. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, okay. And a few tapes I used to have, because I used to have tapes, you know, of them, right? Yeah. Uh, like like the, cassette, the actual cassette tapes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tour tapes where people will yeah. stick up the... Sure. And I would always try to get my dad into fish, like what was, uh, I don't know, one with the orange on the album. Um, but I, I'd always try to get him into it. Right. And he was like, mm, they're not a real barbershop. He wasn't pleased with the baritone part, oh I don't God. think. We're talking about fish from the Barney Miller show, right? Is that <laughs> I don't know if Barney Miller is. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we have, we have to bring this to a close. Yeah, so anyway, it was great. I've only seen it in reruns. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't know what year that came out. It's on A&E or something? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so It's on the retirement channel. Senior living. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite because we run a design studio here I know it's so fantastic we love, uh, um, truly it's we fantastic love, thank you yeah um, but we like design over here do you have a favorite room in your house and then why well I, I do have a, uh, a studio that's just a music room mm. Um, kind of de- detached from the house, so it's kind of like my yeah, it's my getaway. And, yeah. I'm still laughing about you saying like, and we're done here. You doesn't know Barty Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a professional. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, your 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 studio. How yeah. is, it, is it like? Do you have other instruments too. Yeah, so I have, yeah. I have a piano. Uh-huh. Not the concert grand, but a grand. Yes. Yeah, it's nice. Nice. Um, and then I have an old Rhodes, like a Fender electric piano Rhodes from the 70s, which is, it was my first keyboard, really. Um, so I still have that. And then I have my modern synthesizers, and I have an organ with the Leslie cabinet. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of toys, percussion instruments. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of percussion? Oh god! Eggs yeah, we got the egg egg shaker and the tambourine and cowbell. cowbell. Yeah, oh. can't have enough cowbell. Never. Um, but what about the instrument that has the the metal things? That's a shaker kind of meat thing. thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an old, it's an old Saturday Night Live oh. <laughs> Sorry. What's uh, that? So percussion and then, and then what what is it like? Black or charcoal? The, or, the percussion instrument? No, the the room. Oh, um, it's. Yeah, it's kind of dark. It's kind of studio-y. Yeah. You know, it's got a vibe. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, it's, got, it's got drapes, you know. Uh-huh. Do you have another... I could use some help. <clears throat> <laughs> Do you need, a, you need yeah. any help over you there? An overall. I'm no, fishing here. No rush. Whenever it's convenient. Uh, discount for people who come on the podcast. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other rooms that are like, you know... Sometimes people say, oh, yeah. my, this is a sunny room, and it means so much I do have a room like that. My, the living room in my house is, is, is actually, you mentioned sunny. It does have that, and I have my uh, acoustic guitar in there. I don't really, you know, but it's, I can play enough to pick up the song and play like Blackbird or, mm-hmm. you know, something. Tom Petty song. Or... Yeah, yeah. No Jimi Hendrix or anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a kind of a nice relaxing room, too. Yeah, and you live in L.A. now? I do. How much are you on the road versus back at your house? Well, back at the it, casa. It, it varies. Like the past two years, I was on the road a lot. We were on, we were doing a, a hits tour with The Who, and we were uh-huh. out kind of on and off for like two years doing the States and Europe. Mm-hmm. We've been all over the place. What's it like touring Europe? 
That sounds fun. It is. Have you been? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Europe. I'm not touring. <laughs> have you toured in Europe? I mean, I do, yeah. do know yeah. that I, I had work a, out there. I had a shaker in my pocket. <laughs> so I guess I am on the road tour. Yeah. Um, the crowds are incredible. Are they? They love music. And oh, they just so don't cool. hold back. And there's like no rules. And they're into it. And they're standing the whole time. And it's just... Is there in like one country that kind of has more enthusiasm than others? Some of the outdoor ones, where was it? God, it was like in Copenhagen or something like that. I was like going to guess. Cause I was like, can I guess? Yeah. I was going to think like Denmark. I was going to yeah. think um, um, kind of North, Northwestern Europe, you know? Yeah. I would assume maybe Germany, you know, because they're so... Yeah, we just played in Germany. They were nuts. Yeah. They know all the words. They yeah. love David Hasselhoff too. That's right. <laughs> So, like, and where else? Like, what about Scandinavia? Are they they must be a little loose, like yeah, Sweden. I, I actually Sweden. haven't been there. I was there as a kid, but I actually haven't played there. Have you played Glastonbury? Yes, we played oh. there last year. Is that the name of the place, or is that the festival? That's the big festival. Okay, you played that the festival. That was incredible. That was probably the biggest crowd I've ever been in. France. That's rad. It My was wife... unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, we headlined that on the. I think That's the so last cool. night. I think. That's so cool, Lauren. It was, it was an experience. And that's like a, a living kind of Woodstock, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. year after year, it still hit, has a hit. Yeah, it's, it's, a, hits. it's a big event. What about we did Hyde Park as well, like the week before. Which they is have also a festival a massive, there? Yeah, it's, it's huge. Really? Yep. I that's love, been going on for years. Pro- I, I want to say longer than Glastonbury, that but kind I, of I don't know. cooler, because it's in the middle it's of the right city. right in the middle of London. Yeah. And you don't have to go far. You just get it's right there in Hyde Park. It's amazing. Do they shut it down by like nine or something? When's the last band? Oh, I think they go late. Do they? Yeah. Because there's you some. Think we like, went on at night. There's some yeah. Saudi princes who own the houses around that. That's right. They, they may be like. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, exactly. Um, popo. Popo. <laughs> you shut, shut down. down. Shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I could talk to you uh, for... Well, actually, we'll just shut the taping down keep talking. We'll just keep talking. <laughs> sure, why not? But thanks for coming on. It's Thank so you. fun. Uh, Did we talk about everything? Did we get everything done? Yeah, I'm going to notes. We'll loop it back. You're here uh, next week, too, yeah? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah.